Hello, my friends, and welcome to The Bible in Order, where we are chronologically going through the entire Bible in one year. Today's reading for August 5th is 2 Kings chapters 22 and 23 and 2 Chronicles chapters 34 and 35. Today's subject is King Josiah, who took the throne when he was just eight years old and began seeking Yahweh in sincerity when he was 16 years old. And then a few years later, when he was 20, he began to cleanse Judah and Jerusalem of the high places, the Asherah poles, the pagan worship, these, the worship of these false gods, these fertility goddesses, and these gods of good luck, which is really kind of what Asherah was or Asherah was. We've said it before that the root word in Hebrew from which we get Asherah, often pronounced Asherah, is the Hebrew word Ashar, which is the same word that's translated blessed and happy. It's most likely what Jesus said when he spoke in the Beatitudes, blessed are those who mourn for they will be comforted. Blessed are you when men persecute you. People would seek the blessing apart from the blesser and God hates that. God hates it when the people seek the gift and they seek the pleasure apart from him. And we would too, if it were us, and we would be far less patient than he is. But as we get on this journey of growth in understanding who he is and his character and becoming more and more concerned with the things that he is concerned about, like Josiah, we begin to cleanse our own lives and then our own reigns, the, the, all of the things that God has placed under our control. You don't continue walking with God, getting closer and closer to him and keep the same habits. All of the clutter that makes our lives messy. We have to cleanse it and it's a natural progression as we get to know him. And so God, thank you for cleansing us, Father, for giving us hearts like yours so that we cleanse and clean up our lives so we get rid of the illicit substances and the chemical dependencies and the toxic relationships and the bad habits. We stop binging Netflix and movies and romance novels and all of the things that clutter our minds and we start filling our minds and our spirits and our souls with the word of God. Instead of scrolling social media all day every day we start worshiping and praying without ceasing the way the bible commands us to such was the life of josiah and it had an effect on him and all of those around him as he cleansed the entire land and then he began when he was 26 years old in the 18th year of his reign he began working on the temple. 
There's always a progression back to the temple, to the place where God resides, where his glory dwells. And as they began fixing up the temple and cleansing it and paying the workers, they had to tap into the temple treasury to pull the silver out to make sure that they could pay the workers who were doing the hard work of restoration. And in with the silver in the temple treasury, they found this book that had been written by the hand of Moses, the prophet. And so the priest gives the book to Josiah's secretary and the secretary brings it to Josiah. And when he reads it, his heart is torn and he realizes we've been doing it wrong all these years. For generations, we've been forsaking the law and we didn't even know it. God's word says that His people perish for a lack of knowledge. And it doesn't matter if you know what's right or not. If you're guilty, you're guilty. Ignorance of the law is no excuse. And so, Josiah tears his clothes and his heart is torn. And he cries out to God and he sends people to pray on his behalf and says, what do we need to do? And they realize because their ancestors had not kept the word of Yahweh in order to do everything that had been written in the book of Moses, they were guilty and God's judgment was on them. But the prophet spoke back to the king and said, because your heart was tender, this is God speaking through the prophet, and because you humbled yourself before God when you heard his words against this place and against the people who live here, because you humbled yourself before me and you tore your clothes and you wept before me, I have heard you. Verse 28, chapter 34, verse 28. I will indeed gather you to your ancestors and you will be gathered to your grave in peace, Josiah. You will live a long life and you will die peacefully. Or will he? My friends, so often the the word of God, the prophetic words that are given are conditional Very rarely, it's a small percentage, when God speaks a word, is there no way around it? We saw Abraham barter with God. We saw Moses change God's mind as best as our words can define it. We saw before Noah's flood, it says that God repented He wished he had not made mankind because mankind was so evil on the earth. We saw with the life of Hezekiah, God said, you're going to die. Hezekiah said, no, please, I don't want to die. Okay, God says, you get 15 more years. God will change his mind depending on our behavior and depending on our actions. And so God gives 
Josiah this opportunity for a long life, for peace. And all of the work that Josiah did getting people back to the truth, celebrating this amazing Passover that was unlike a Passover that had been celebrated in the, all of the land of Israel since the days of Samuel the prophet. Everything that Josiah did to help people realize we can't just do it the way it's always been done as far as we can remember. We can't just take our father's word for it anymore. We have to get back to the scripture. We have to get back and do it the way God has commanded us to do it. We have to learn it for ourselves. We can't take anyone else's word for it. If you want true biblical authority, my friends, don't take my word for it. Don't take your pastor's word for it. Don't take your mother's or your grandfather's or anyone else's word for it. Get God's word on it. Get God's word down into your heart and you will be able to quote it with authority. And you will have authority over the powers of hell. But you cannot cast out a demon by the word that you heard from some guy on a podcast or that you heard preached at church. No, my friends, you have to go straight to the source, straight to the voice that speaks the word. That's what Josiah did, and it brought about a great revival in the land of Judah. But in chapter 35, sadly, we read about the death, the untimely death of Josiah. In verse 20, after all this that Josiah had prepared for the temple, the king of Egypt went up to war, and Josiah went out to meet him. And the king of Egypt sent messengers saying, Why are you coming out towards me? I'm not coming to fight you. I am going against another house. God told me to hurry. And the king of Egypt says to Josiah, Stop opposing God who is with me. Don't make God destroy you. I am on a mission from God. Don't stand in my way. And we have no record of Josiah praying about it, seeking counsel from a prophet. We have no even record of Josiah's response. But we do hear that Josiah disguised himself, went out to war anyway, and archers got him. I'm sure they didn't even know that he was the king. And they killed him by accident. But God ultimately did it because Josiah, perhaps he became proud. In that moment, he was obstinate and it cost him his life. And I wonder if that hadn't happened, if he had remained humble, if he had continued to press after God, maybe instead of dying at such a young age, barely 40 years old, maybe he could have been Israel's longest reigning king of all time. Who knows? God knows. And may that God bless you and me as we seek him and never let up as we long for more of him and we never let go of him 
May he bless you, my friends. We will see you tomorrow.